0: Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 57 of Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal. I am your host, Lucas Agin. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how was your Valentine's Day weekend?
1: It it was fantastic. It it was actually kind of crazy. I had signed up. uh, One of my favorite artists, Citizen Cope, had a Valentine's Day. It was supposed to do a recording and a live stream. Uh, something happened with the venue; they rescheduled. However, he set up a a private Zoom. Uh, with people that had purchased the tickets, so we spent the night, you know, cuddled up with the, in 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 covers, getting to speak with one of my favorite artists, listening to live music and stuff like that. So that was awesome. Also, you know, I I you know I've been playing through uh, Spider Man, so uh, and and fancy who we have on today. I just got done whipping up on um, Mister Negative, uh, but uh, I'm still going through the story though, so I'm still not complete. I haven't I haven't finished the uh, the game yet but we're getting closer, so that was awesome. How have you been, man? How was your Valentine's Day weekend?
0: It was good. You know, my girlfriend and I decided what better way to spend a romantic weekend than playing some more of Little Nightmares 2. This is how big of a fan we are. We got (laughs) the collectible figures coming, going on. That's awesome. Uh, By the way, awesome game. Still an amazing game. Still worth playing. This is a series that is not long, So, if you haven't jumped into the series, you can probably finish both games, and I want to say like twelve or thirteen hours. That's not bad. What it took us, so it's not that long. Amazing game. Go out and buy it. But enough about us, because we have a very special guest this week. And I am excited. Ryan, I know you're excited. You know him as Mr. Negative himself from Spider-Man PS4 and as Red Hood from the highly anticipated Gotham Knights. Among many other projects, Stephen O'Young Young is joining us. Stephen, thank you so much. How are you doing, my friend?
2: Thank you for having me. No, no I want to hear more about you guys, man. You guys, tell me more about your lives. Valentine's <laughs> Day. Let's
0: do
2: this. Let's do this.
0: You know, these days, it's a lot of work from home, play games. And that's pretty much my days these days. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm like the king of napping, man. I just, uh, I'm trying to fast forward through time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) During this pandemic.
1: That's me. I literally, I literally took two naps yesterday. It was crazy. It was the crazy, yeah. it's like, I hardly, and I'm, I'm terrible. Like I, am I'm, I'm one of those like four or five hours of sleep. I'm back up the next day, but I usually take a daily nap or I try to yesterday. I just, I, you know, it felt so good. I was like, I need this. My body clearly two, needs this. I, two naps I equals a go. sleep, my
2: friend. That, by that point, <laughs> you just, you should just stay in bed. That day is done, my friend. That's a pro tip.
1: Hey, I you still know. got work done though. I still got go. work done as well. Hey, you're the master of Look at that. You still got work done? Okay, now you can
2: teach me that. You can teach me. I thought I was the teacher. I'm just the student. Exactly. But yes, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. It's very cool to be here. You know?
1: Thanks for being on, Steven. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, of of, of course, uh, in, in news, we, we got news today that there is going to be a nintendo direct tomorrow but when you guys hear it it will be today it is 2 p.m pst and uh, we knew this was coming uh it's supposed to be a 50 minute uh uh nintendo direct so i imagine it's going to be jam-packed with announcements um for games I'm i'm guessing probably a new character as well and um uh, uh smash bros and then of course we all know that it's uh um Zelda's 35th anniversary we saw what they did with Mario so if they were to just completely not do anything i would be very i would be shook i would be absolutely shook if they didn't do something uh, uh very Zelda centric uh kind of like Lucas called uh I wouldn't be surprised it's that said Breath of the Wild coming out next month. Month <laughs> month month.
0: <laughs> when when that happens, you guys can all give me digital high fives. Cause I, I really <laughs> hope that this is true. I really do. You know, I wouldn't actually be surprised if they also announced something like a uh a packaged what they did with Mario choose three of the classic Zelda games Mm -hmm. and kind of package them together like that seems Mm -hmm. like a pretty safe bet as well but Breath of the Wild 2 that's what we want that's what we need come on Nintendo don't disappoint us don't disappoint us this is the time this is the year to do it right
2: I mean we're in a pandemic that's that's what it is, right? Breath of the Wild. That's Let's all get into that world, right?
1: Well, and we've, and we've said this too. Nintendo has always very much been like, look, we're going to do our thing. We don't care what everybody else is doing. We're going to come in with some fire and some heat. And they never disappoint, I feel like. And especially, you know what I mean? Like For me, my game of the year last year was uh, uh, Animal Crossing. Because it really came at this pivotal time when it was completely unprecedented. People didn't know what to do. And we were able to immerse ourselves into this, into this island, into this virtual world. And I felt like it, it really helped a lot of people, you know, just kind of get by and get through uh, what, we, what we're what we still going through uh, right now. So Nintendo, I mean, they know what they're doing. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, with there's so many ports. I would love to see like an Ocarina of Time come over to the Switch. I would immediately buy it. That is by far my favorite Zelda. <laughs> um, and then like Wind Waker. I've never played Wind Waker. I think there was a, uh, uh, I'm spacing on the other one. Um, but there was a princess, princess, something or another. Twilight but Princess. I, I'm excited. What, what What is it? Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Yeah. I never played that one either. Shoot. I still need to finish Breath of the Wild. Look, listen, Steven, I'm a terrible person. I, my backlog is
2: so tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're, that, that's good. That gives you things to do. You know, we all need things to right. do. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what they, uh, of course, you know, recording the day before it. So we we're only predicting in our, our hopes once and for some of them needs. Uh, but we'll see what they end up uh, uh, coming out and, and laying on top of us tomorrow. I mean, it's only supposed to be 50 minutes. So, you know, the the announcements are going to be back to back. I imagine it's going to be if they're going to drop it like it's hot and and they're just going to, you know, just just rapid fire uh, uh, all kinds of announcements at us tomorrow. And, and I think, you know, again, this is coming at a perfect time when we just, we, you know, we're still, we're still going through this stuff. We're starting, I feel, uh, to somewhat see maybe a little bit of a, a light at the end of the tunnel and whatnot, uh, so people are becoming more hopeful. So to have this new content and these games that we can a- expect and 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 you know be, you know get excited about uh, for the future, I you know I, I'm I'm pumped for this. I you know I feel like a lot of people need this. Absolutely. We definitely do
0: need this. Come on, man! We just Nintendo step up to the plate. It's been long enough. You had the base of the first game already made, so I feel like this is like the timing would be right. It's been four years. Since Breath of the Wild came out, like the timing seems right for the sequel, so I hope I will be disappointed if that's not announced with a release date.
1: I feel like there's 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 uh, there's no way that it that it, it can't. Uh, Steven, do you do you get down with any uh, Nintendo games? Do you have a Switch? I don't
2: have a Switch. You can't ask me these questions because then you just expose
0: <laughs> <the> <laughs> that I
2: am. You know. <laughs> So many actors are out here being like, "I'm a gamer. Are you a gamer? Are you really, or you just bought <laughs> it on Amazon and you're returning it?" You get in that Instagram, right? You're doing it for the gram. No, you know Do the last,
1: Instagram.
2: like the last game I played, like literally, seriously, I, I, I'm so such a boring dude. My favorite games are Resident Evil Four, right? That's the one where they're in the village uh, yep. in Spain, right? And yep. Metal Gear Solid uh, what Snake Eater three, right? Where he's in Vietnam.
1: Nice. Those are my jams.
2: <laughs> That's my Wait, jam. There's nothing
1: wrong with that. There's nothing. I wrong might try to that. get on a
2: Pokemon Go. I mean, is that still a thing? Do people still play that? Turn back it is, thing, man. That, it? That, yeah.
0: They are still raking in the cash with that, with that game. So that is definitely yeah. still super popular. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Resident Evil 4, the best Resident Evil game by Thank far. You. So you, you, are, Thank you are, you are right about that. <laughs> Thank you. You know? Yeah. But I, I do and, keep up with
2: like, uh, Nintendo's, uh, you know, their IPs. If they're going to make live action, you know, Zelda's this and that. I just read that, uh, they were going to make a live action Zelda on Netflix. And right. then they pulled it because somebody leaked it. That's how secretive they are. I was like, wow, Jeez. that's they're legit, Take man. It,
1: there's always somebody. There's always got to be somebody to mess it up for everybody, I swear. It's like, come on, man. That would have been, yeah, I was excited <laughs> for that. I do remember that being a thing. It's like, I want that to be a thing. I hope it's still going to be a thing. Me uh, too.
2: Me too. Hopefully they're just saying that they pulled it, but, you know. I think the fans, we deserve to see some of these things
1: out there. I agree. And I mean, you know, they're only getting better and better. We've had a couple of discussions on here. Just, you know, just speaking specifically with uh, video game movies and kind of just how they've really grown up. Uh, with the games and, and with the people that started out as gamers and stuff like that, too. So it's nice to see them mature and, and actually be treated uh, with finesse as opposed to just throwing together, you know, what, what we've seen. Uh, I think, I think we're on the
2: cusp, right? We're definitely on the cusp mm-hmm. because when, you're, when, you're, when you start to think about the people that are making video games now, it is so cinematic. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Last mm-hmm. of Us 2, right? Uh, as right. controversial or what, what, whatever you have to say about it, there's no denying that it's very filmic. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: The writers, I mean, on any of these games, they might as well be writing movies, you know? I mean, right. not to mention even somebody like Kojima, right? Kojima-san, who's <laughs> like, he just takes everything from every movie, puts it all into one thing. It's the Michael Bay of video games, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, We're right there to getting that one video game movie that is just going to be... That's gonna make it legitimate, right? That's gonna make it like the comic book movies are now. I I remember back in the 90s, comic book movies were ridiculous. They're like, "Mm," people wearing real spandex, (laughs) you know, not even getting into shape. They're literally just, they put on the spandex, you know, and they go on set, they're having a donut, and it's just like, come on, man,
0: (laughs) you're not a superhero.
2: The CG was awful. No offense to the artisans who made those movies back then, but yeah, the times have definitely changed. So it took 20 years from the nineties to, to now, you know, or whatever, 30 years. Right. Uh, yeah. We're right there. We're right there for a good video game movie. You know,
0: Steve, Steven, let me, let me ask you, cause you have so much experience both on the uh, film and TV side and the video game side, video games, Always seem to be way more secret about stuff. Like they they look yes. at like leaks as really negative, whereas movies tend to not. Like you you tend to find out a lot before release if you really want to go find it. So absolutely, do you do you find that like one method better than the other, or how do you kind of view the differing views on this? <laughs> yeah, leaks and, uh, and you know, as
2: far as what's better, I don't know, man. I'm just working. I'm just getting a paycheck, right? As what's uh-huh. what's what is kind of a what's difficult as a person working on it is you want to share it Uh, you want to share with people and yes you're right like with a movie uh unless it's a marvel or a star wars property they're pretty cool about spilling some secrets but Uh yeah video games it's so tight-lipped and if you like even uh if i talk about gotham knights out on the street i'm a little bit scared man i'm a little bit scared (laughs) because i've gotten burned before where it's like i might say one thing and then some venue overhears it takes it one time uh like years ago man i let's be real like one of these games got leaked because they saw that i put on my resume a professional resume that only casting directors really look at uh, they mm-hmm. saw my resume that I put that I worked on it, you know, and they they all of a sudden were able to extrapolate. Oh my God, this game is coming out. This is this is the developer. This is blah blah, and it was a big thing. I thought I was gonna get fired. I did not. Thankfully, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. What yeah.
0: what game was that?
2: That was Spider Man. <laughs> 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 that was Spider Man. Yes. So what happened was. It's so funny. I shouldn't be rehashing bad stories, but it's like, yeah, (laughs) I did not You know, I got the role. We had recorded one session and it was a couple months where I didn't really hear anything. So I was under the impression like, oh, the project is done. It fell through, whatever. So it's fine. Let me just put it on my resume. Let people let the casting directors know that I worked on this thing. I didn't even say who the developer was. Right. I just said mm-hmm. untitled Spider-Man thing. And then some outlet got a hold of it, ran with it and was like, they're making a Spider-Man. They're making another Spider-Man game. And then they they actually uh, said Sucker Punch was going to be making it. So it's like, no, it's Insomniac. <laughs> but they, they, they ran it. And You know, once it's on the Internet, man, it's real. That's the truth. We all know how the Internet mm-hmm. is. So, yeah. So i just like to say that, uh, you know, on the internet, it is uh, written that Stephen O. Young will be starring in the next Marvel movie because that's written and it must be true, (laughs) right? Being sarcastic. (laughs) Slash S. Yeah.
0: Did did they give you like a stern talking to? Oh, absolutely. They called (laughs) me
2: five minutes after the thing dropped on the internet. Five minutes. Now, (laughs) I was asleep because it's noon and i'm lazy and i only wake up <laughs> gosh darn around one right so i got like eight messages ten messages blowing up my cell phone and they're getting progressively more angry steven, <laughs> come on, steven have you seen this thing and i'm like what groggy eyed what's happening holy crap like that and i go online and i start looking and it's it's funny it's like Uh, The news, fake news, let's be real, it kind of spreads like bacteria or a virus. So Mm. in an hour, right, it was just exponential. It went from like one article to three to nine to 15 Mm. to 28 to whatever, right? It was like, what? I'm literally looking at, you know, Pascal's triangle in real life. It's happening. (laughs) It was bad. It was real bad. I thought I was done, man. But I've had many of those moments in my career where I thought I was done. And we've been okay, Right. Let that be a lesson. (laughs) This is my TED talk. If anybody takes anything from this talk, it's just keep going. You never know. You know, as long as you just keep going, you're going to be
1: all right. I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. Very, very switch uh, uh, quickly. Just switching gears real quick. Uh, I wanted to talk about I saw that uh, Fortnite on the 20th here, uh, which is a Sunday. It's going to be hosting a short film festival Uh, In their party island, which is their their no-violent zone, no guns and stuff like that. But again, they've been they've been innovative. They've been so uh, progressive as far as video games and what we can do in that medium. Uh, So this is something that's fun, especially those that are parents. These are animated short films, supposed to be about uh, thirty minutes runtime, and then they're going to be running it for twenty four hours. After that, uh, I imagine. Uh, basically, probably in a loop or something like that on Party Island. Uh, but I thought this was really cool. And and again, something else, this is supposed to start at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time. And um, yeah, I, I just thought this was a little fun thing I wanted to at least talk about for for a second. Cause you know, again, they continue to, to innovate and utilize these new uh, just this new way of reaching people and this interactivity uh, within the digital space and, and, and a place for people to be able to gather and, and, you know, hang out, you know, go and you know, for those parents and stuff like that that have kids that are into this kind of stuff. Um, you know what I mean? Be able to kind of get on their level and be able to connect with them in a different way. I, you know, again, Epic uh, continues to uh, push the boundaries of gaming and, and what we can do in this space.
0: Yeah, it's just awesome to see what they're doing. You know, Fortnite's been that game that's transcending just uh, uh, being a game. You know, they've held concerts, they're doing this festival now. I mean, it's cool to see. It's... It's still a game I've never been able to get into just because uh, from a gameplay side, I stink at it. But it's amazing mm-hmm. to see the boundaries it's breaking and the precedent it's setting. And it makes you excited to see you know what the future of gaming is going to hold when you're seeing uh, Fortnite do so much already. So it's, it's cool. I like it. I mean, it's going to be yeah. Ready Player One. That's what it's going to be. We're all going to get our... We're getting
2: there. Access. We're going to go to Party Island. We're going to be our avatars. And it's going to be dope. It's going to be a yeah, good time.
1: I agree. It is turning into player one, but uh, uh, hopefully it doesn't get that deep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'm I just wanted to throw it. that little note. I
2: mean, I embrace it. I, I embrace our robot overlords. Come. <laughs> Give me a virtual life. For sure. <laughs> I don't, I'm the guy in the matrix. I'd take the whatever pill. What is it? Red or blue? Which Whichever one puts blue you back guy. in the matrix so you can eat steak every day. <laughs> I'm that guy.
1: You're ciphered? No.
2: No. I will all of you out
1: for a good state. In real life, too.
2: I'm in real life, too. Let it be known. I'm just advertising. I'm putting it out there. You know, they say manifest what? your destiny. I want to be in the matrix. <laughs> Damn <then
0: that's> <laughs>
1: Now that we know where we all stand, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll sit back down with Steven and get to it. We'll be right back, guys.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to that short message. And now comes the real fun part of the episode. Steven. You've had a pretty varied career, you know, working in everything from stunts to acting in movies, film, or TV, (laughs) and games, of course. So take me back to the beginning. What started you down this path? Like, what was your inspiration? Uh, You know, a deep-seated
2: desire for validation externally, you know. Uh, (laughs) Like any actor out there, right? Uh, No, you know, as a kid, uh, growing up, I was always the... uh, I wasn't the, the strong one. I wasn't the big one. I wasn't the super athletic one, whatever. But I could be the loud one. I could be the funny one. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me just do that. Anyways, fast forward to just playing around in high school, plays, productions, things like that. I never thought acting would be a real gig for me. I always thought, okay, I would go into Uh, you know, law or maybe politics or something like that. I didn't have the smarts to be a doctor. If I could do it all over again, I'd be a pharmacist for sure. Golden handcuffs. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So so out of college, though, uh, actually, when I was younger, I wanted to be a comic book artist. But then Mm -hmm. uh, again, it's like that is just like what a rarefied field. So I kind of gave that up out of college i was i still wanted to do something in the arts but my father he said hey you know what would you do for free you should probably try that do that try it and i said well you know i might want to do acting because you know i was big into martial arts i thought i could be the next jet lee i could be the next bruce lee i could be Keanu Reeves in the matrix again. Right. And, uh, so my father and, and mother, they were very supportive. They said, okay, we'll give you five years. You know, if you can't book one job in five years then that's that. And so mm-hmm. I just really went at it hard and I had no idea where to start, man. I literally was unemployed. I had no acting gig for a good three years. It was crazy. Oh, wow. I was getting Yes, it was. Because for me, I was like, I am only going to do acting. Uh, oh. And so, I mean, I, I was doing some like website design on the side and I was terrible at it. And I was really bad at that. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, man. <laughs> Thankfully, I got a job. It was my first job uh, acting, performing at uh, this place called Pirates Dinner Adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is like medieval times, but with pirates and uh, <laughs> I was a awesome. pirate because, hey, Asian at the time, they were not exactly politically correct. Right. But like I was a sword guy. Right. What was funny is they came to California from Florida and the first the picture on the front page of the Orange County Register was the yellow pirate. And he was an Asian dude and he's swinging down these ropes. And I was like, I can be that Asian dude. I'm going to go be that interview. <laughs> so they had an open call. They had like 500 people show up for six, seven spots, something like that. And, you know, thankfully, by the universe of design, I was able to get that job. Anyway, so from that, everybody in that show was a stunt guy. A lot of those, mm-hmm. uh, stunt guy or stunt gal, a lot of those people went on to have amazing stunt careers, right? That was the first time I even knew, that stunts was an option. So because Mm -hmm. I knew all of that crew, I was able to kind of get into the stunt world uh, because what happened? I was uh, told that they were doing auditions for The Last Airbender, right? (laughs) The live action Last Airbender, M. Night Shyamalan, the notorious whatever, right? But because of my stunt friends, they said, hey, you know, they're, they're doing this and they need martial arts, whatever. They need a double for Dev Patel, to, Blue Spirit, Zuko, blah, blah, blah. I was like, awesome. So I auditioned. Uh, you know, I was able to get on that. And then because of that movie, you know, even though it was what it was, again, like every talented martial artist in America, basically, who was a stunt performer was on that movie, believe it or not whether it shows up on the screen or not and so because of those relationships i was able to just kind of hop from that project to all these other things then it transitioned uh, and then it transitioned because i always wanted to do acting uh so i just what something like six seven years ago maybe i really tried to uh, transition hard from doing the stunts and the stunt performing and the st- uh, fight coordinating and all that stuff into just really back to basics the focus which is the acting and that was tough too because i have to turn down some jobs uh and do nothing right (laughs) just be available Mm -hmm. for auditions and things and but slowly but surely you know things started to roll a little bit and i get a little co-star thing here a little guest star thing there and then uh you know spider-man was probably for me, the biggest thing to hit in my acting career. And that was what 2018 is when it came out. I booked that 2016, something like that. So I'm kind of a baby Mm -hmm. when it comes to like people seeing my face, but I've been around since 2006, seven, something like that. So it's
0: been a while, but yeah, now here we are. Speaking of Spider-Man, you know, Mr. Negative was such a is such an interesting character so what what attracted you to that project and you know we, we mentioned before how secret marvel was so what was that audition yes. process like to get to that to to the time where you got the role officially
2: well they didn't even tell me what i was auditioning for they just said hey you know my my manager agent they called they said uh there's this video game audition uh they need mocap so at the time i was also doing a lot of mocap stuff sorry you know so I was like, okay, I know how to do mocap. I know how to do that. I come in, they give me the sides like a couple days before. And they say, you know, it's an Asian boss character. He's a, he's a gangster. They said, think uh, the bad guy from the first rush hour. <laughs> Jun Tao, right? <laughs> Ken mm-hmm. Lung is his name? Yeah. I was like, oh, that guy's cool. Yeah, that guy's super cool. <laughs> They need him to speak Chinese. They need him also speak English. They need need him to be a bad dude, but also, you know, cool, whatever. So at the time, I was just like, okay, I have no idea what this is for, but let's do this. They didn't even say what company it was for. They just said it's Sony. Come on down to the mocap stage. So I go in and yeah, I'm the first guy that they see. I see the list of who they have. And, you know, as an actor, that's all that's either for me that can either pump me up or that can deflate me. And it kind of mm-hmm. depends on what day, however, I don't know, whatever the way the universe is moving. So that day, though, when I saw all the people, I said, I, oh, <laughs> I gotta do this. I gotta nail it. You know, I was like <laughs> life or death. So thankfully, did okay in the audition. Got it. Then after I get it, You know, I don't hear, I don't hear for them for like a while. Then they call me, they say, oh, you got it. Uh, It's Spider-Man. Okay. All right, cool. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) You got it. We already know how that story ended up. (laughs) (laughs) You can trust me. (laughs) Mum's a word. Anyway, so, you know, they say it's Spider-Man, but no other details. Right. I do one scene. And I guess it, it might have been like a test scene, or just one of their very early scenes, which they had switched around in the final product. Uh, mm. And like I said, had no clue. That's kind of how some of these, a lot of these video games are. Is you just have no clue. But finally, after a couple months, uh, after all the other stuff blew over, we had our big table read, and that's when it hit me. Like, oh, this is a. Huge project, you know, it's basically a Spider-Man revival, right? Because we hadn't seen the, the character in video games for something like five, six years, something like that. People are mm-hmm. waiting for it, so it was huge. Yeah, that that was how that went down, and then the rest is history. And I've been milking it for all it's worth after. You know <laughs> what is it? 2021, right? I'm still talking about how I'm. Say I'll go on the street. People don't even know. Hey. You play video games? Yeah, you play Spider Man. I'm <laughs> Mister Negative. I'm I'm that annoying guy. I'm milking this baby to the bitter end, baby. To the bitter were end. You
1: familiar? Were you familiar with the the character before? Uh, excuse me, uh, beforehand, or just kind of was it uh, uh, for you just coming in like? What was it preparation wise? You know, stepping into that role, kind of going from because you very much see this, uh, you know, uh, Mister Lee is you know he's, he's a charitable man working with this organization, but also has this deep resentment uh, yes. for for these wrongs. You know, because everybody, you know, again they say that everybody's a hero in their own story. You know, nobody's the right. villain. Uh, right. So, what was it? You know, stepping into that. Uh, yeah. Into you know,
2: originally I had I I'll be honest I had no idea who the character was. I was very mm-hmm. excited when I found out, oh, there is an Asian villain in the Spider-Man universe. That's awesome. I obviously know who Spider-Man is. I love, I love Spider-Man. Um, and so the first thing I did was, who is Mr. Negative? Google Mr. Negative. Dan Slots run, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I saw all the comics. Uh, and obviously, Insomniac changed his backstory a little bit, tweaked it, right? So I had the knowledge from the comics. And of course, you better believe I did my research about other portrayals. I saw the the cartoon version of him. I even saw the Lego version of him, right? I was like, okay, how are they playing this guy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that coupled with Insomniac's direction where they kind of wanted him to, to play not as on the nose, kind of not as how we've traditionally seen, you know, Asian American or Asian villains in 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 mainstream media Mm -hmm. uh they kind of wanted to take a little bit more of me i guess which is nice you know a lot of times i'd be like okay so do you want an accent or because i can do an accent and they're like no no no, Mm -hmm. just we like you just whatever just do you so that was really nice uh the direction and writing team on insomniac they gave me a lot of leeway to to put that in Leeway. Uh, See what I did there? Then as far as the as far as the yes, like the the idea that he's he's the bad guy, but he's also he also is the hero of his own story. Every actor loves that, right? Mm -hmm. Because as fun as it is to portray the kind of one-dimensional, you know, mustache twirling villain, it is so much more rewarding to be able to to say, Hey, I'm no, 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 no. I'm the good guy. There's a misunderstanding here. There's so much more that you can bring to it that way. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, as far as the simmering kind of resentment, the rage, all that stuff, I think that's just, that's life, baby. Like, I don't know, man, (laughs) that was easy for me to play, right? That part was easy. I didn't have to dig too deep for that kind of, that kind of stuff. Plus, you know, with, it was very much in the wheelhouse of all the things I was interested in. It was like, as I'm telling you, it's, it was a blessing from on high. Like, be a martial artist, look cool, fight Spider-Man, also have superpowers, also have an interesting backstory, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. yes, I, I'm down. In my in my thinking, I always thought Mr. Lee uh, is is the hero, right? Yeah, he did, obviously— some terrible things, but come on, man. He's, he's going after Norman. He's going after Osborne. We all know our, Osborne's really the bad guy here. So in my head, I was like, okay, this is a, uh, our time to shine Spidey. I'm always still th- fantasizing and dreaming of that team up. Come on, Spidey. Let's have a team up. This <laughs> is a DLC or something.
1: Crazy. <laughs> you, I mean, you're, I mean, you're right though. Cause I mean, he, I mean, his cause is, is, you know, some it's it's easy to be like, yeah, that's justified. Like this dude right. is a terrible, you know what I mean? He's done all kinds of terrible things to people. He's looking to get back. It's just the way that he goes about getting back Absolutely. at it. And then you're just like, whoa, Absolutely. way too much collateral damage. You Absolutely. are, have, have now gone over kind of more towards that dark side.
2: Right. Right. And, you know, and he's a cautionary tale too, right? If you, if you think of Mr. Lee as he only thought of his one objective, at the expense of everyone else, right? Mm -hmm. His goal is is noble, but because he didn't think about other people, he didn't think about, he he didn't value human life outside of kind of his one uh, alley, his one, you know, path. If he had just thought a little bit more about other people, we would have definitely been on his side. But that's that's the danger in real life too, if we're going to get political, right? You think too much in just this. I think we've seen nope. it in recent politics, but yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. You know, open minded, right? But think, in a good yeah. way. Some people are talking but about yeah. open minded, <laughs> kind of using it, and he's like, "Oh, you're not really open minded. You're not really open minded. You're just trying to, you're just trying to gaslight me,
0: right?" That's. <laughs> but that's for another rant. <laughs> you know, I think that we are all excited. You know, obviously Spider Man PS4 amazing game, and then what they did with Miles Morales. Another amazing oh. game. I think we're all excited oh. for yeah. what we, we feel like is coming. Spider-Man 2. Um, so we're, we're right? ready to break some news right here, right now. <laughs> where? where <laughs> hey, man, I learned, right I learned my lesson. I learned <laughs> my lesson. I have no
2: idea about any of that. All I do, I do know, you know, obviously Miles Morales. I Hey, Spider-Man 2, your guess is as good as mine. All I know is the the first two obviously spider-man and and spider-man miles morales they made a lot of money so i mean come on it's kind of that's all i'll say they made a lot of money as far as a sequel is there something
0: about your character (laughs) that you'd like to explore that maybe you didn't get a chance to in that first game if you were given the chance oh gosh
2: you know like i said for me you know especially at the end at the end of spider-man it was like ah that's your team up moment, right? That's your <laughs> team up moment. You know, if you if you ask me if there's something to explore, it would be it would be that. It'd be like, okay, what is Lee doing now? Right? It, mm-hmm. Not not look, I have no regrets about the first Spider-Man. I'm just saying, if you're asking me, oh, what would you like to see? You know, give me one scene where Spider-Man and Martin Lee are going at, you know the other target whether it's it's osborne or you know what i'm saying like frankly let's go after osborne just one scene (laughs) i get my butt kicked too that's fine spider-man can be the hero we've got to try that's kind of my thing.
0: You know, sticking sticking with the Spider Man theme, there. I, I saw that you had sent out a tweet a couple weeks ago uh, uh, concerning yes. <laughs> a, a set photo of of the upcoming Spider Man movie. Sure, I, I did not take that set photo. By the way, I was just reposting. <laughs> but everybody, I don't want to get in trouble again.
2: Right? Absolutely <laughs> really clear.
0: What would it mean to to get to play? him in in a movie version and you know it it, it strikes me to think back to a couple of years ago right around the time where crazy rich agents came out and you know yes. everybody was talking about um that being a moment for asian actors and sure. from my perspective it seems like we're still waiting for that full effect i guess to kind of put into place so what would it mean for you to get to play a character like that in a movie version uh of that world oh i mean look
2: I'm under no illusions, right? Marvel casting, they do their thing. They're their thing. That's mm-hmm. that's like the dream for, for me anyways, right? Uh, can't speak for other actors, but for me to get onto a Marvel film, I mean, that's the game changer. That's life-changing. You are, now you are in a rarefied field, my friend. Now you can do all mm-hmm. kinds of projects, okay? Not to mention, I'm just a comic book fan in general, so it would be incredible mm-hmm. to be, Mm -hmm. anywhere in the vicinity of that kind of world to be in that world. Yeah. It'd be incredible. It would be life changing. Is that happening? I don't know. As far as, you know, this for Mr. Negative to to play Mr. Negative. I, like I said, I bet you they're probably calling Daniel day Kim right now. I mean, or, you know, I bet you they're calling (laughs) all these other dudes. I bet you they're calling somebody from actual China, right? (laughs) <laughs> fine fine. Right? but if we're just fantasizing yeah man it would just uh, frankly you first of all you'd see me in a Ferrari tomorrow right <laughs> <laughs> even, if, even if it was like one scene and they paid me like $5,000 for the whole movie right I'd be in a Ferrari uh, tomorrow I would pull up to Las Vegas outside of your guys' house I'd be uh-huh. like what's up I'm Mister Negative, (laughs) and you would—frankly, I would be insufferable because you would never hear the end of it. Okay, okay, I would probably retire from acting. And just be that guy that is Mr. Negative. I would go to conventions with having like one character. I wouldn't even talk about, like, you know what I'm saying? I'd just be the one guy I, with the one
0: thing <laughs> under his belt, right? I was like, uh, okay, that would be my thing. So so if we see you in a Ferrari, we can tweet out confirmed in a Marvel movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually,
0: you have my permission. Yes.
2: <laughs> if you see me rolling, right, in one of those cars, okay something big just happened. I am not financially responsible, okay? I cannot be held responsible for the bad decisions I make. But yes, absolutely. You could break the news first,
0: all right? So, so let's jump from Marvel to DC here cuz I think uh you know, we've said this before. Gotham Knights is is one of those games that we're really super excited for. So, Red Hood is an interesting character, right? Cuz we've seen iterations of him before. So what, what do you, how much do you draw on past performances? How much do you try and sneak in some new stuff and how much do the previous Arkham games kind of play into how you portray him?
2: Oh man. So yeah, thank you. Great question. Because it's all of those things, right? With Mr. Negative, it was nice because there was only a handful of less than a handful of portrayals, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. so I could really kind of just put my own spin people kind of kind of accept it for what it is. With this, oh my, it is like the first, okay, when I got it, first of all, when I did the audition, I was like, yeah. Uh, I saw all the guys in the room and I was like, mm, hmm, this is interesting. This is either really good for me or really bad for me because everybody was like, jacked. Like, I think I'm a pretty, <laughs> I think I'm a pretty stealth guy myself, but I'm talking about like, WWE kind of thing. I was like, um, hmm. am I auditioning for the right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, did somebody order an accountant? Did somebody need the doc You know. Anyway, so yes, it, to answer your question, it's it, it is in in my mind, it is obviously a huge honor, right up there with Mister Negative. It is also just a landmine, like a field filled with landmines, right? There's a, so the first time I got it, I was just like, awesome! Oh my God, what have I done, right? <laughs> because I'm a huge fan of uh, Under the Red Hood. I'm a huge fan of Jensen Ackles, personally. A lot of times when I, when I have to be cool in audition, I swear, to, I swear, I try to channel Jensen Ackles. This is before I even auditioned for this. Right? I was like, hmm, yeah, who, what would a cool guy do? Oh, Jensen Ackles, he's a cool dude. So trust me, that performance is seared into my brain. His voice is seared into my brain. Arkham Knight, Troy Baker, what he did with it too, like I really respect how he took, took the character and kind of just, he did his thing because he knew he can't be Jensen. None of us can be Jensen, A lot of people get on my Twitter and they're like, hey, you're going to be Jensen? I'm sorry, I can't. (laughs) Right? And like I say, most people, I don't think people want a carbon copy clone, like the poor man's version anyway, right? right? Right. So, you know, that's always in my mind. Those, especially those two performances, right? I know Injustice is a big one too, but for me, the two are under the red mat under the red hood and arkham knight and so for me i try to find something in between maybe i don't know if that's the right word but there's definitely stuff in both where i'm like okay i can take this and i'm i'm hyper aware too like just don't don't take everything like don't copy (laughs) gotta do your own thing so for me i'm trying to bring a little bit i don't know what i'm trying to bring you know jensen was uh He's very, I don't know, he's very sarcastic too. Jensen's performance, you can kind of, it's just like dripping with it, right? Uh Troy's, I feel like there's a youthfulness to it as well. And then a a lot of pain, like every sentence was just pain, right? Mm-hmm. And so those are obviously things I want to incorporate. But I'm trying not to lean too heavy into one or the other because then it just becomes one or the other and i want to do something different
0: what what can people expect like can you give us a hint of the direction that you're hoping to take him like like is there is there is there something are you guys like still in the crafting phase of like how how he's gonna show up like in in the finalized version whenever this game ends up dropping
2: oh no you know our director wilson and and the writing team they they know exactly who, who he is, right? So the crafting is done. Mm-hmm. What what can I say? Wilson told me to just say, they want to win awards with this. Put it that way, mm. right? That's what you can expect. They're they really putting everything into it. As far as the characters and their dynamic, uh, they're trying to do something. It's so cliche to just say they're trying to do something different, right? But- mm-hmm. They are hyper aware that when you think of Red Hood, when you think of any of these characters, most people have one characteristic that they think about. So for Red Hood, most of the times people think, oh, you know, he's angry. He's he's tough. He's pissed off. He's that guy. So, you know, without spoiling too much of where we're trying to take the character, it's like obviously. That is going to be the performance that's in there. That's baked in already. He's a, he's a tough dude. He's pissed off, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to find things where it's like, okay. But he's also human too, right? And he's not just emo <laughs> either, right? Because that's what a lot of people right. think too. It's like, oh, he's just sad. He's grumpy all the time, right?
0: <laughs>
2: put it this way. There's, I think I can say this. There's, there's been some time. Right. It's not like he came out of the Lazarus pit yesterday. There's been some time Mm -hmm. that he's been doing his thing. So he's had time to process. And also, uh, this is not coming off right off the the heels of under the Red Hood storyline. Right. Again, he's been Red Hood for a bit. So what does that guy look like? I don't think we've seen something like that, except in the comics. Right. But we haven't seen that in this medium. So that's what you can look forward to.
1: Tim, we talked about that last week, too, just how this is an opportunity to really tell a new story uh, that we haven't really experienced yet. And I, I like the fact that there's this separate universe that is that is being able to be played out in these these separate stories that are able to play out because I've always kind of had trouble with the DC universe in general because there's so many different versions of of the same characters that we know, and I, I was I, like, for me personally, I guess I paid more attention to to the Marvel characters than I did DC. But like, I have a hard time latching on to some of those characters. This game, though, uh, for me, just uh, the for for what the style it, uh, it is. Uh, being able to play with these iconic characters, I am super pumped to be able to to play this. I think there's going to be a lot of people. You know, again, it's going to be all about. I mean, not only a fantastic story. We know the acting is going to be fantastic in it. Uh, but but more about just that gameplay. And it's, I, I think a lot of it's going to come down to those mechanics. And if they're able, you know, if it's a good game to play and a fun game to play, I think this is going to be fantastic.
2: Well, look, I every time I see new scenes and new gameplay from the game uh you know i might be overselling it but here it comes i i am blown away i'm Mm -hmm. very very pleased with what the whole team at wb montreal is doing but also they're really nice i think it's a canadian thing they are one of them (laughs) you know insomniac is super nice too so i've been super blessed to be able to work with these teams uh yeah it's definitely a canadian thing yeah (laughs) and as far as the gameplay agreed It looks beautiful. I know people had some issues with, you know, the RPG elements and whatnot. But again, from, anyways, the articles that I've read, uh, you know, uh, Patrick and uh, other people talking about the actual mechanics. Yeah, apparently you can get rid of some of these little little graphs and little bars over, over the people and you can kind of make it, clean it up a little bit. But yeah, the gameplay looks awesome. And I think you guys will really enjoy... The interactions between the bat family i think that's a big thing right we're gonna be able to see how red hood interacts with all these other bat family characters uh and that's very rewarding to watch so
0: okay i have a couple questions that yeah not not gaming related here so i was trying to figure out a smooth way to ask them i'm just gonna ask them you want more spoilers What's up? <laughs> I spoiler so- free, baby. Spoiler free. What's up? You know, it's funny because when I was doing doing some research in, in preparation yeah. for this episode, I kept sure. seeing online a little bit of Steven spit in Keanu Reeves' face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I purposely did not look into this because I figured I'm just going to let this come over me here. Yeah, man. What is that story? Oh, man. So I've worked with Keanu
2: Reeves, uh, uh, you know, as a stunt guy couple times on 47 Ronin I was there in England I was uh, one of the fight guys out there also helping train him doing swords and stuff I you know so for me I'm like I know Keanu Keanu probably doesn't know who the heck I am from whatever (laughs) every
1: time I see him I'm
2: always like Keanu I'm Steven we worked on 47 Ronin bro and he's he's nice this guy all the stories are true he's like he's always like yeah of course right nice yeah how are you (laughs) nice Guy, right? Super nice guy. So I feel like I have a connection with them. Anyways, I'm able to work on John Wick three. Thankfully, you know the team at 8711. They're the best stunt guys in America. Like, oh, great! I'm able to get on, uh and you know, and they know 8711 know know me to be the actor guy, and also a little bit like, let's just be real. I don't really want to. I'm lazy, right? So they're like, okay, we'll get you the spot. <laughs> in this in this fight right here right i'm so thankful grateful grateful go out to new york we're training keanu they're training keanu reeves and so i'm just like yeah cool 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 we do the scene and we're rehearsing the scene and uh you know as an actor i'm always like okay i want to extend my time right i want to be (laughs) on screen as long as possible i want to say as many Mm -hmm. things as possible so, you know, my part is very simple. I'm supposed to just kind of run in from out, out in the rain. I don't know if you've seen John Wick 3, but it's the yes. Chinatown. Yeah. yeah. the Last fight in the very beginning, right? He's fighting like mm-hmm. 12 Chinese gangsters, you know. So <laughs> they cut a lot of stuff that I was in because every, every scene, er, like there was a lot of buildup to it. Like So we'd be like stalking him but every uh-huh. time they, they cut to me i'm always like saying something in chinese like they yeah! <laughs> <laughs> It's like no steven the director chat he's like hey, steven you're supposed to be silent you're ninja you're quiet you're a gangster he's not supposed to know that you're chasing him you, you got it chad you got it All right, let's go. close up right so anyways we're rehearsing the scene i'm trying to elongate The scene. And so obviously at the end, he's throwing like six knives at me, right? Ah, 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 right? So I'm like, what's a cool way to elongate this? Oh, I know. You know, right before he throws the last knife into my head and kills me, I'm going to spit at him. I'm just going (laughs) to spit at him. I'm not going to spit on him. I'm going to spit at him, right? So I'm crawling back. We're doing the rehearsal. We do like five rehearsals where I don't. Finally, we do one where I was like, I, I start doing it. I, and he, he doesn't notice, right? I'm like, Tuh. and he doesn't notice. And I'm, now I'm starting to get like, wait, he didn't see, so maybe I can keep it in. So I start ramping it up. A <laughs> little turns it up. <laughs> 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 right, I, I, I spit. Boom <laughs> <laughs> goes. Thankfully, it went. It just sputtered right, right before him. Oh my god, if it really hit him, that'd be super bad, right? <laughs> right before him, though. And he's so into it. He's like, oh, and he throws a knife. And I, I die. And I'm like, oh, that was a big one. I don't know if he noticed. I get up. He's, he starts walking away. And then he stops. And he starts slowly turning in the cool Keanu way, right? Where he's like, <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, my God. He noticed. He noticed, right? <laughs> he's, he kind of looks at me. I'm on the ground looking at him. And he looks at me, walks up, and he says, did you just? Spit on me? Like, <laughs> oh, God. And everyone's looking.
0: I'm like, oh,
2: yes. Like that. And I'm like, oh, man, this, is, this is it. I'm fired. Director sees, the stunt team sees. Keanu's pissed. He stops and he's just like, cool. Keep doing it. And then he walks away. And I'm like, Keanu Reeves, everybody. You are the greatest guy in the world. You let me do it, man. You let me do it. So yeah, yeah awesome. that is That's my good. that is me spinning on counter Reeves.
0: A lot of weird stories <laughs> like, like that. that,
2: man. What you know, one of the times when I was fight coordinating for the Equalizer with Denzel Washington, uh, you know, yes. my crowning achievement was like during one of the fights, you know, the last fight where he's yeah wrestling Tate Fletcher, a big stunt guy. I'm like, uh, I'm showing him moves, so I'm like, oh, just lay there, uh, Denzel. So I get on his chest and I'm sitting on him, and I'm like sitting on Denzel
1: washington's chest this is
2: crazy this is absolutely crazy another time i was like a a gangster who got killed by jason statham i'm lying down on a pool table he's using me as like cover and he's just lying on me jason statham is just lying on me in a very intimate moment i'm like i'm just this is this is what a weird town we live in man
0: strange strange town but yeah you know it, it's funny you mentioned Denzel too. So, uh, you you also did some stunt work with Adam Driver, isn't is that right? Yes, yeah. So, thankfully, you know uh, the
2: fight choreographer for uh, Star Wars the the Force Awakens, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liang Yang, Chinese dude, amazing stunt guy. Uh, I'm jealous of him. He's so skilled. He was the bad guy in the bathroom scene in Mission Impossible Six, I think.
0: Yes, right? yes. Was John
2: badass scene right anyway so he's mm-hmm. a fight coordinator so he hired me to help train adam when adam was in new york so uh i was able to you know be his partner for the final sword fight scene for the force awakens where he's battling ray so that was the first uh-huh. time you know i had seen the duel, whatever this lightsaber thing right oh, <laughs> that yeah. was very exciting that, that was very cool however else you know, the movies turned out that was an amazing experience. So we were able to mm-hmm. rehearse every day for like a month and a half, uh, two months maybe at, at Juilliard. At Juilliard, <laughs> where because Adam Driver is 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 uh is an alumnus of Juilliard. <laughs> so you know, imagine little Steven, man. I'm just like next to big old Adam Driver taking the subway to go train Adam in sword fighting oh. and honestly it was the easiest job because the guy knows how to move he was an ex-marine yeah uh, uh-huh. and he's the mm-hmm. nicest guy so those jobs are very easy for me if i have to train or, or work with these kind of actors denzel keanu adam driver jennifer garner like they already know how to move so it's, in a way i kind of mm-hmm. feel like i'm stealing from them because i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'm supposed to teach you but you already know what you're doing so uh, you know Take a break. I'm going to go get a milkshake. I'm going to get a coffee and I'm going to take a All nap. Right.
1: <laughs> that, is, that is so, I mean, there's so many huge projects that you've worked on. Is there something that like for future, like something that you would want to put out there or maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe something that you're not necessarily, or maybe you are uh, in, but just like get more involvement, like whether it's films, gaming wise, whatever, uh, creatively, oh, uh, Dude, what I are some of your that. dreams and aspirations?
2: Oh, thank you, Ryan. That, thank you. That's so sweet of you for asking. I feel like we're on a Zoom Absolutely. date right now. We need to get some wine. Just, what, what are your dreams and aspirations? What are your dreams? <laughs> I, no, really, I do appreciate that question. It's very nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I look. I want to do it all. Unfortunately, I'm not talented enough or smart enough to be a writer. But my big thing is like, boy, I've always wanted to be able to write something like a Goodwill Hunting you know, and just write your own thing and make your own thing and put it out there, especially now. I say this to all the young people or anybody watching your podcast. We can all do it, right? We have all Mm -hmm. of the tools at our disposal. Look at you guys. You have professional, you know, mics. You have professional video. We all do. We all, it's never been easier. Unfortunately, I'm just such a (laughs) dumbass that I, I can't think of a good story, right? And I'm so mad at myself every time. You know, and as far as getting into the video game stuff, I mean, it's so inspiring to watch these video game writers and directors do what they do. I wish I could be a video game director, right? At least like a cutscene director. I know for sure I can't design levels for worth a damn, but like cutscenes, mm-hmm. I love cutscenes. It's so cinematic. I would love to do any of that. But if you're asking me, you know, what projects... I want to be a part of, yeah, man, I'm I'm with you. I'm gunning for something comic book related, right? I'm gunning for Mm -hmm. something in Marvel. I'm gunning for something in DC. That would be the game changer. As a comic book fan growing up, that would just, that is the ultimate for me. But if anybody has like a cool story, by all means, DM me on Twitter and uh, let's make, let's make something (laughs) because...
0: You gotta make here stuff. You, go. you, you gotta do this before you can get there, right? You gotta go some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put in the work. I got, I got one more question to sneak in here. So absolutely. So you mentioned working with Keanu, Denzel, Adam, and Jennifer Garner. Yeah. If your like, life, like, you like how I name drop?
2: Uh, I'm pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I do. I do
0: like it. I do like it. <laughs> You might not like the question after I ask this, but if your life life was on the line and one of those actors had to protect you, rank them from the best fighter to the worst. Oh, God! You know I can't answer that, man. You know I can't
2: answer that. I want to work in this town, man. I want to work. I will say this. I will say this. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, you look. Dude, I, out of all of them, though, right? I mean, that's tough. I would say Keanu and Jason Statham have the most training in martial mm-hmm. arts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in, like, real hard martial arts. Jennifer Garner is right up there with them. Denzel is an amazing boxer. So... I mean, I guess in a street fight, you probably want Denzel because it's like real boxing can sometimes, you know, if somebody's throwing a windmill kick, the boxer just slips and bam, run on the nose. So I don't know. But I don't want, they're all great. Okay. I love you all. Please hire me.
1: <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> you totally try dude. Totally, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bail you out. Steven, Thank where you. can we find you on the socials? Ah,
2: you can find me on my Twitter at Mr. Stephen O. Young. That's with a PH and Instagram at Stephen O. Young again with a PH. Uh, yeah. And then check me out. I think this season of Good Trouble on Hulu Freeform, I'll be recurring. And also uh, Netflix's upcoming Jupiter's Legacy. That was a fun project. Mm. Superhero thing with Josh Dumel. I play superhero. That was fun. So, yeah. Nice. You can see me on those things.
1: That is awesome. Thank you so much again for taking your time, coming and being on. Uh, we really appreciate it. This has been a ton of fun.
2: Thank you for having me. And good questions, guys. This is amazing. Thank you. Have me on again and when the game comes out, huh? Let's do yes, this. absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Hopefully yep. you guys see me with a Ferrari
1: by that time yes <laughs> then it'll be confirmed he is definitely he's definitely going to be in the movies <laughs> yo lucas what what do you have going on this weekend my friend
0: uh not much i'm kind of debating what next uh, what is the next game I'm going to dive into now that I finished Little Nightmares Two? Uh, so just relax. Hopefully it's not quite as windy as it was last weekend, so maybe it can sneak outside. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. How about yourself, Ryan? Uh,
1: you know, you know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be on that Spider-Man, uh, uh, doing do- doing that. I got to I got to finish that, and then uh, I've been grinding out Destiny Two. I did want to mention really quickly uh, that Maria, I believe, is Nika uh from the Philippines asked us please do a podcast review about ps5 games uh maria there there's not a lot of, I've, I've played some of the games uh so we probably will hear uh you know what I mean in the future do something kind of reviewing and going over some of the ps5 games but keep your reviews coming guys we really appreciate that stuff uh, other than that though I'm just gonna be chilling you know where you can find us we are over on the socials at lamb parties pods or at lucas Egan or smitty2447 guys thank you so much for joining us again here on land parties and you already know what it is we love your faces